Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hey, this is Jana Burkus and Melissa Cowan. And with us today is Matthew Job and Dee Chapman. Howdy, folks. Good afternoon. Hey, so we are so excited to talk with y'all today, and we would like to hear about this uh, amazing association, United States Mounted Shooting. And I know both of you, uh, I got the opportunity to watch you guys uh, in the finals, and uh, both of you guys are just amazing shooters. You should have got to see them, oh, Melissa. Yeah, uh... Yes, thank you. And um happy to be here and uh, we would sure like to educate folks and tell them about our awesome fraturity program that sounds great matt and i are both very passionate about developing young horses and we both volunteered to get behind this program as a way to to bring horses on that won't be just competing their futurity year but for years to come and possibly down the line for novice riders, any, anybody to take them or to go on and, and be top horses in the sport, just developing the kind of horses that will build into our mounted shooting sport. Well, I can see why that would be such a huge, huge uh, benefit because what I witnessed is at the finals was uh, youth buckaroos all the way through dead not matter as long as you can stay on your horse and shoot again, you can compete. And that's so exciting for a lot of people. And you need the right horse under you to do that. What's the Futurity then uh, all about? Okay. So um, our Futurity horses, they have to uh, be four or five-year-olds that have never competed prior to that year. And so January 1st, they become four or five. They cannot have competed prior to that year. And that would be their first year of shooting. And they can compete at our local shoots. We did, uh, we did have a fraturity there at the World Finals. That is not our fraturity finals, however, but that was a great shoot. Had a wonderful time, and we're gearing up for our fraturity finals. It looks like right now it's going to be in October. So the fraturity finals is separate than the finals that were just down in Guthrie. We, like, we prefer to do it later in the year just to give everyone a time to get these young horses seasoned. And uh, there at the World Championship, we had folks from uh, North and South Dakotas, Colorado, you know, Missouri, Texas, pretty much all over the map. And uh, some of our northern friends, it's hard, even our southern friends, it's hard to have a seasoned horse in six months. And so by doing it later in the year, we can take our time with our horses and really get them going good. How long have you guys been doing this? I've been shooting for 14 years um, with my family, my husband, Paul, my daughter, Bivin, um, and then uh, teaching and, and coaching. And I, I can tell you, Matt's brought a lot of people into this sport with his new shooters clinics and coaching people along the way. How long have you been doing it, Matt? I started in uh, 2013, so eight, eight going on nine years. Yeah. Well, is there something that caused you guys to get interested in this? I mean, was it something that you saw as a child or what what brought you into this uh, competition? I mean, it's I love watching it. It's exciting. Yes. For me, I didn't even know it was a thing. I love horses and of course I love guns. And I was at our Missouri State Fair and they had cowboy mounted shooting there and I watched it and I said, "This is so awesome." 
and I had just started a colt, and I said, I'm going home, and she's going to be a shooting horse. Oh, <laughs> and uh, that's how I got into it. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't know it existed either until I was out here at Better Equine, and I saw it for the first time, and you were here. Yeah, Matt brought it to Better Equine. Yeah, isn't and, that crazy? Yeah, and taught me to shoot. And so <laughs> I'm, I, I'm like, Matt, you know, I mean, I grew, grew up uh, – hunter safety you know gun safety all these years that's what my dad did uh for our area is is had all the hunter safety classes and we hunted and fished and you know did all the fun stuff and so yeah it's right up my alley i have a blast with it and i've got to stop working so hard and get going because he he matt's a such a great teacher and we've actually had a lot of people calling this summer at wanting to know if we're going to have some practices and have some stuff and you know get their horse started it but so you and d would then take uh you take horses for people their horses and train them um is there a minimum uh time that you want to work with those horses oh with any horse the longer you have the better you can make them and uh because you know it doesn't happen overnight and so there's no no set time because every horse is different but definitely the longer you have them the the better you can get them and you're over in Windsor, Missouri. And then, uh, Dee, you're up in Iowa? I'm in Colorado. You're in Colorado. Oh. Yeah, we're, we, we're still in winter until just recently. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dee, but what we, got you started in this? You know, we got into it. I was a professional barrel racer uh, competing in futurities and rodeos for uh, WPRA. And my daughter is growing up and she was going everywhere barrel racing with me. And my husband was at shooting competitions on the weekends. And we saw this and put it together. And I think that's a draw for a lot of families is that the whole family can do it together. And in the summer, you'll see grandchildren traveling and competing with their grandparents. Um, There's truly a place for everybody in the sport. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine and Clinch Realty with Janet Turney. And And now now we're back. Yeah, and uh, on the horses, is there um, anything in particular that you two, you know, you you guys are focused on those fraternity horses, and that is such a cool thing because they, if they start, it's just like any event, you get uh, good trainers like you and uh, Matt and get those horses started right um and and go on with them then that makes such a solid horse even for a beginner for and then some of them will go to the a higher rank and some of them will be that that nice steady steady horse what do you look for is there anything in particular or is it just um you know random uh whatever whatever they want a willing athlete what's your thought on a futurity prospect for me i'm looking for an athletic horse that can do their job efficiently and quietly even at the top level Um, it doesn't have to be the fastest horse it has to be a willing horse and we can develop some of that but good breeding certainly plays in and I I think that our format in USMS is unique as a futurity format because it's paid as a 2D. And so, in other words, each stage that you run, all of the clean shooters are eligible for money. And the Ds are determined as a 2D that the top half and the bottom half will get checks. So if you had 
eight clean shooters, one through four would make up the 1D, and five through eight would make up the 2D. And if you have more entries, obviously you'd pay more holes. But looking at the futurity, it's a good way to bring young horses in where they have strengths. And, and a horse that turns really well might do well on this pattern, but a horse that runs freer might do well on this pattern. And there's, there's chances to win money without having to lay it all out there, just being consistent and hitting targets. They can, they can perform and, and do well through the year working up to the finals. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Matt, what do you look for? Uh, pretty much what Miss D there said. I want, a, I want a willing horse, and I want them to have some athletic ability. And so by knowing what their, their uh, papers say, sometimes can help you lead to picking a horse that is capable of doing the job. So when, so tell us the kind of what you've got coming up and what dates, where, the, where, where are these, uh, where's your finals going to be? Well, we're working on that at this very moment. And so it's not official yet, but it looks like we may be moving it up to Missouri in, uh, in October, trying to get centralized so folks can come from everywhere. That's a smart thought so that, um, yeah, because central location is, is great, but, uh, so will you have these posted, these events, are they posted somewhere for the audience? They are. Everything is on uh, USMS2020.com. And then also there's a uh, website called shootpony.com. And you can find out about every every shooting event in the country. Yes, I've been on that site. That's a fun site. And um, that's a great place. Now, Dee, do you own Shoot Pony? I do own Shoot Pony, and I update it daily in some cases, but I add all clinics, all jackpots, all competitions for all organizations, and several people host practices, and those are posted as well. So if anybody's interested in getting into the sport, shootpony.com is a great place to go and use as a resource, and there'll be contact information for whoever's hosting each event. I was going to say, there's also a map how to get there. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> I love that because, um, you know, there's so much, uh, there's so many different places, you know, on the internet to go that you could, you know, miss something. So, and, and that's such a great name. I mean, how would you forget shootpony.com that's just <laughs> it's fun yeah it's, it's fun and um it, it'd be great place to be able to go to one place and find and that's united states wide correct it doesn't matter where it's not just in one spot right u.s and canada we have a lot of uh, canadian uh, events as well perfect now um on the futurities if uh people that have the colts they want to learn they want to get in they could call uh ud or matt um and you could help them get started with that you give lessons also both of you do correct like writing yeah, lessons and stuff to kind of help with that first even if they just are getting yes. started with everything absolutely and uh, we both do that. We're both happy to bring in people to the sport. And on USMS2020.com, you'll see the rules for the futurity. Some key points, like I had mentioned, they have to be a four or five-year-old on January 1st and not shoot prior in an event. And then some other key points is once they do the futurity, they get to stay in a program. And so from then on, they're qualified for a maturity. And so they can compete oh. against the same Colts for the rest of their life. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's great. 
that, yep. so they could and, just and continue and keep going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the uh, the colt must be registered. It doesn't matter what the registry is. Um, typically, you'll see quarter horse, but uh, any registered horse is welcome. And um, it's a lot of fun. Our finals, our finals is going to be pretty great this year. We're working on a lot of prizes and uh, some added money and such. And it's a lot of fun having the camaraderie of hanging out with the other colts, seeing how they're doing all year. And uh, it's just a lot of fun to compete in that. Do you guys have like an estimate of how many people are involved in this sport now? I'll pass that to D. <laughs> that's, that's a really good question. I would say active shooters, uh, somewhere between four and five thousand. Um, wow! And and it's it's a it's definitely getting bigger. Um, I think people get started in the sport and they're excited and anxious to go. But then they have to go back and do a little homework to get their horses going, you know. And we we have a joke in mounted shooting that you can shoot off any horse once, um, and and that's why the futurity program is so good because it it forces us to treat our horses as as partners and and bring them on together and have great success. And so I think sometimes even though someone's been exposed to the sport, it, it may take a year to get up and running where they're comfortable competing. What is neat about uh, what you've said about USMS is if you think about you're being rewarded for clean shooting, not how fast and, and you know, kind of getting into a dangerous area, but uh, you're, you're rewarded for both, you know, clean shooting and, and fast. But I like that part real well because accuracy and, you know, it just gives you a base and skill to, to work on, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. One other thing we should uh, mention is that the USMS major events, um, there's a judged portion of the futurity, and that recognizes horsemanship and the horses that go out and do their job with confidence. And and if they don't have to necessarily be the fastest horse. They're just a horse that's out there doing their job and comfortable doing their job and performing well and doing what they're asked when they're asked and and maneuvering the course and that's a coveted award uh our horsemanship award is in honor of sam helms a fellow shooter who passed away last year and uh it's it's been a popular it's been a popular program i i can tell you the people that won it are are well deserving (laughs) it would be very uh coveted wouldn't it that's you know that's amazing and that's 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 so cool that an award is set up in memory of someone that you know yeah so uh is there anything else that uh that our listeners that maybe know nothing about the sport uh would would want to know that we haven't that we haven't covered about the futurity maturities well it's extremely awesome it's extremely fun it's extremely friendly and everybody should do it we would love to hear more about it. So we'll wrap up today and we would love to have you all back on as you uh, progress with your events and kind of keep us abreast of uh, what's going on and, and some of the different places that you'll be and uh, when you get finals set up and stuff where it's going to be. Maybe we can so. have some of the winners call in with them. Yeah, that would be fantastic. See how yeah, yeah that would. Great. All right. Well, thank you very Absolutely. much, Dee, and thank you, uh, Matt, and we'll be talking to you. Thank you for your right. time. Yeah. Thank you, guys.
This is Ed McCarty. You're going to be hearing me on a regular basis on CHALnews.com with uh, a podcast and also a few articles I'm going to be sending in. The podcast is going to be entitled Forcing uh, Around with Mr. Ed, so watch for it coming up on EHL News. First few articles are going to be from my life as a racehorse trainer, beginning about 1982, 1983, when I was a licensed trainer for 17 years. First one I'm going to be introducing uh, is called It's a Small World. Uh, as we all know, the horse industry is a small world today, and today it's facilitated by a lot of technology. Word travels fast, good and bad. Back in the early 80s, when I first got into it, uh, it was still a small world. We just didn't have technology to move the word so quickly. But believe me, the word still moved, and if you had bad news or good news, it ended up in places that... Uh, you really never expected to see or hear it again, but it might be a few years later and it would come back to you, both people and words. So the first story is going to be covering some experiences I had or one amazing experience I had that is probably about a million to one shot of ever happening to anybody. Go to ehalnews.com. Click on the button, Horsing Around with Mr. Ed, to find It's a Small World for the rest of the story. Subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast to you. You can find links to the website at ehalnews.com. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.